Hi everyone, this is Spirit from the Words of Wisdom podcast show. How's everyone doing tonight? I hope everyone's doing well. I'm well. Um, So I was supposed to post a show last night, but unfortunately I was just so swamped with so much work. So um, I decided to post tonight. So I just want to basically let you know um, tonight's episode would be episode 29. And I didn't really come up with a particular title and topic like I usually do. And it's just because, like, I want to talk about several things because I've been watching the news lately and it's just been crazy with a lot of the stuff that I've been hearing And it's just like, wow, like we see it on the news, but we don't really have anybody that's really talking about it. And like, you know, trying to let people know like this is wrong because, you know, we have all different walks of life. And, you know, some people might think this is okay, you know, so I just wanted to shed light on that particular instant. But, um... Let's just jump right into it. So I've been watching the news, like I stated, and one particular situation is like, uh, I don't even want to talk about about it, but it's like, oh my God, like I must talk about it. Like, you know, I have daughters, I'm a woman, you know, there's other women that, you know, they're confused in life. They might not have guidance. I don't know, like... I'm just trying to help and inspire. So anyway, um, in South Carolina, you probably heard about this story. In South Carolina, um, there was a DJ. His name is DJ Kid, and it was a Caucasian male. I think he was about in his early 30s, from what I had researched. Anyway, his name is his real name is Jason Roger um, Pope. And he was accused of trafficking probably about 700 black women. And he was trying to infect them with HIV. And, you know, when I was first hearing the story, I didn't really see it on the news. Like, because it happened in South Carolina, I'm stationed in New York City. So I don't have, like, a satellite um, as far as... A satellite, because I know some people have like satellite to, you know, view different news stations. You know, um, I used to have a satellite dish where I can be able to listen to different music from different states, but it broke, so I don't have it anymore. But maybe I will invest into that. I probably can pick up some more information and things that's happening more around the world. Um... So anyway, uh, I have originally had heard about this story through word of mouth at work. I really don't socialize with people at work. Not saying that I'm antisocial because I get along with everybody. But um, when I'm going to work, my nine to five, like I don't play. Like I'm there to do my job and I'm out after that. Like I don't want to get mixy with nobody. And no offense, you know, because you probably can meet some really down-to-earth cool people at work. But how I was raised, like, um, 
basically I was always taught like, you know, you don't get too familiar and comfortable with people where you where you rest at, you know, where you live at, where you go to school, where you work at, you know, things of that nature. So it's just certain rules and morals that I I was taught and I installed into my kids. So, um, anywho, I had seen basically these clippings and stuff on like YouTube, word of mouth from, you know, I heard it at work, like, you know, passing through the, uh, the lunch area, you know, heating up food to go back to my desk and eat. I, you know, I would hear a few things and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like what? Like this guy, like he, he infected almost 700 black women. Like that's alarming. So I started doing my little research and, you know, I seen stuff on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, the stuff that I seen on YouTube, I'm not saying that YouTube is not inaccurate, is not accurate because I go to YouTube sometimes and I look at certain things on YouTube, you know, but I could decipher if it's true or not, you know, but anyway, um, I really wasn't actually seeing the clippings of the situation. I was more so seeing bits of the clippings and then seeing like the person who decided to upload the video, speak about it. And a lot of them were like basically saying, oh, well, you know, um, it was these black women fault. It was a black man. And he was like, you know, um, it's all these black women fault because, you know, they were women and they knew right and wrong. You know what I mean? And basically, um, they shouldn't chose not to go outside of the race. Now, my thing is this. I don't have no problem. I'm not prejudiced. My grandmother was Italian. I'm named after her. I don't have I I don't have no problem with anybody going outside of their race and dating somebody, especially if it's true love. If you're in love, that person make you happy, go for it. I'm all for it. You know, I don't I don't see color seriously. And I have African American in my background as well. So you know, like he was crazy for saying that. But I'm not going to put his name out there because a lot of people do follow him and sometimes he do have some real good accurate content. So I'm going to just leave it there. But um when I did my research, it was true that this man, DJ Kid, um, the guy Jason that I have mentioned, who is accused of doing all of this foul stuff, um, he basically did almost try to infect 700 black women. That according to documents. And then within that 700, um, there were a lot of underage girls. Like, I mean, like, underage, like, under 14. And then he had another group, a huge group, where it was, I think the numbers range from ages from, like, 13 to, like, 17. And his youngest one was, like, 13. She just had thir- turned 13. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like, I have two daughters, like, 
that was that that was crazy, you know. And um, I'm like 13 years old. Like I have a 13 years old. Like where was this little girl at? To where the parents didn't know where her surroundings was, you know. Like I have a routine with my kids, but you know, like I I have these conversations with like my um brothers and you know. I have a best friend and he's a guy as well. And they're like, you know what? You really have to understand Jada just because, because that's my real name, just to let you know. <laughs> um, they're like, you know, you have to really understand that just because you're a certain way, that person might not be that way. And, you know, maybe it's taking me longer than that next person. I don't know. Like, I always feel like it's some. it has to be some type of goodness deep down inside it just has to be but that's just me but this whole scenario this whole incident is foul I don't see anything good with this but you know when um I did more of my research he's been doing it from like 2017 up until um 2019 and you know he also has a history of having improper um conduct with minors that stem all the way back I think up until like 2010 and I'm like wow this is crazy and I heard he was like also not heard but through my research um you know he was luring girls through some of his clubs concerts like you know certain teenage girls because I was a teenage girl before you know I remember it was a time where we wanted to go to um the tunnel back then you know I'm a little older so back then anybody who knows um about the tunnel I don't care if you were you are outside of New York or in New York back in that day the tunnel was like one of the most popping clubs in New York City. And a lot of dangerous things did happen there. And I remember me and my cousin, we got like fake IDs. We were like 15, 16 years old. And like we had said that we was hanging out. We was um not hanging out, but we was basically um gonna spend a night at um one of my friends' friend's house. And my mother knew uh my I believe it was Melissa. I believe it was Melissa. And my mother knew Melissa's parents, you know, so it was like, okay, like we were able to get away with it and go to the club and actually have a good time. And we got in with the fake IDs. But, you know, anything could have went wrong. But, you know, we stood together. We knew not to share drinks with nobody. You know, we knew if we put it down, it was over. You know, things of that nature. And it was just like really just being a teenager. And things could have went wrong. But, you know, then again, times were different. Times are not the same from when I was a kid. You know, I'm 37 years old. So... It's just crazy because this guy was, like, literally luring girls off of Facebook um, through his clubbing events. Like, I, I just came up with my example. He basically was telling girls, like, hey, you know what? I know you're young or whatever, and I know you don't have any ID. You know, if you come in with me, you know, you chill with me, and I guess after whatever, you know, chilling with him, 
I guess he made his move or whatever. And then I also researched and noticed it was a couple of incident reports from some of these um, young women about that he he sexually assaulted them. So without their consent. So I'm like, wow. So, you know, people, you know, you have daughters, look in their phone, look through their room, look in their drawers, see what, what's going on, you know? I, me, I have two daughters, so I'm all in this stuff. <laughs> I'm all in this stuff. In the phone, whatever, they got to go to sleep. I don't care if they got to, you got to, you know, sometimes you got to be sneaky about it too, because they being sneaky, you know? They go to sleep. You know the code to their phone. You should know anyway because you're the parent. You pay for the bill. That's how I look at it. You take their phone, scroll through the messages, look through the um, internet search, see what they're looking at, YouTube, all in it. That's how a parent is supposed to be. My mother did all of that with me and my siblings. And I'm doing it with my kids as well. So that's a cycle, you know. I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm here. Mommy's here, you know. And I want to know what's going on in your life because for some odd reason, when you're a teenager, they become like these mutable humans. <laughs> you know, it's like it's hard to get anything out of them, especially nowadays with the phone. When I was a teenager, we didn't have phones. We had beepers. You know. <laughs> So it was a whole different ball game. Um, and, you know, they have phones and they're always glued to the phones, you know. So I I try to make it out of my time because I have a lot going on. Like I always state on my shows, oh, I'm swamped with projects and stuff like that. And um, I have a nine to five and then I do other things. I'm an author, I'm a blogger, I do the podcast show. I do a lot of things. But then I always make sure, like, twice out the week, you know, I shut off my phone. Hey, we're going to watch a movie. It's family time. Let's play this game. Try to bring some type of quality time. You have to. You know, times is changing. And people are being more disconnected. They say social media and all these new phones and gadgets is supposed to bring closeness. (laughs) That's a lie. It's more making us disconnected with one another, especially family. So just keep that in mind, you know. So back to the original topic, because I could always, sometimes I get tongue-tied and I go off topic sometimes because I'm so passionate about the things that I say and the things that I know and I research. So um, this DJ Kid guy, he basically, you know, um, He's being charged with prostitution of a minor, uh, kidnapping. I always get that wrong because, you know, I speak two languages. So um, trafficking people, criminal sexual conduct with a minor. Like, the list goes long. Like, he has a huge list of things. He's never coming out. Thank you for that. You know, at least that. You know, basically, he gave these young girls a death sentence, you know. So you really got to also talk to your kids about having safe sex, you know. 
I always try to make sure I try to tell my daughters and I'm expect I'm I'm excruciating like I'm getting so angry because I remember being a teenage girl and I remember all the little lies that boys tell in order to try to get in your pants but see I was real strict I, I didn't go for it maybe because I had a brother and I used to hang out with some boys from my neighborhood and I used to see all the nasty things that they used to do and say to girls and they used to fall for it and it was just like ugh. You know, I was just turned off. So I was one of those late bloomers. You know, people thought, oh, she liked girls. But it wasn't like that. It's just like I was very choosy about who I wanted to be with. And I'm glad. I'm so glad. Um, But, yeah, like, this is, we have to really start talking to our kids. And this is just not for the girls. The boys, too, you know. And with that being said, I also want to bring up another incident and story that was also circulating in the news that was also alarming to me as well. Um, I, I believe it happened in Indiana, and it was a white male, um, 38 years old. He's married to the daycare owner. I guess they both was working uh in the daycare or whatever, but his wife owned it. It was called Little Piggies. And um, how I found out about the story was, you know, I do a lot online. You know, a lot of my viewers, they reach out to me through um, basically Twitter and Instagram. So I had seen a few of like, it was going viral to me. Um, her name is Kelly Joe, And basically, she had a video. And I believe Rapper T.I. Have, had posted it on his page. Uh, Waka Flocka, his wife, Tammy um, Rivera, she had posted it up on her page as well. And it was a few people that posted it up. I didn't post it up because, you know... When I see a lot of people posting things up, I try to, like, you know, let people do what they do, you know? But I wanted to post it up, but, you know, I just was like, let it just circulate the way it's circulating. And and I'm pretty sure everybody heard about it. I heard about it, you know, and I'm all the way in New York. Indiana is, like, (laughs) damn near across (laughs) the globe. But, um, yeah, so, like, I was just like, wow, this this incident I have to speak about, you know, and oh man, it it breaks my heart that I had to see the video because the video was very emotional. Um, if you want to see the video, you can go to Tia's page, rapper Tia's page, or his wife's page, or Waka Flocka's um, wife's page is up there. is is really heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. So basically, um, the guy uh, was accused of sexually assaulting um, an eight-year-old. And the woman that I was just mentioning, mentioning, Kelly Joe, that's her son. And basically, it was brought up um, by the son uh, that he was getting molested for like two years by... The white male, Gregory Johnston, the one that I have mentioned. I never mentioned his name, I believe. But his name is Gregory um, Johnston. 
um, they called him Greg. So he was molesting the eight-year-old boy um, by gunpoint, seriously, um, you know, doing all kind of foul stuff, oral, so- sodomizing him, Ugh, the list goes on, oh man, so basically he was arrested, so when I had did my research, because I was seeing the video a lot, and a lot of people was like, you know, oh, this is foul, you know, and I felt that it was foul too when I, when I um, watched the video, but me, being me, I always like to do more research. I like to dig deep, get in depth, and see what happened, you know, where it took place, things of that nature. I'm, I've, I've always been like that. So as I do research, basically, the man did get arrested, but he posted bail for $15,000. He got him a good lawyer, and basically his lawyer said that the, I guess the case was dismissed because they felt like... Um, I guess the prosecution and his team and the judge and the jury, they all felt like it was a lot of loopholes through the story and the story was not consistent. And they felt like they basically dismissed the charges, but they said they dismissed it without prejudice, meaning that I guess Kelly Joe, the woman that I mentioned earlier, um, her son, who's the victim, um, she could come back and, I guess, reopen the case. But to me, I'm like, yo, that doesn't make any sense because if she can do all of that, why not open it now and keep it open and, you know, look at the facts and dig deeper and see, you know, like, come on. Like, this boy, eight years old, he confessed and said things was happening to him. Like, you know, it's just, it's awful. It's awful. It's really awful. And, you know, she she said she didn't have money like that. You know, so I can imagine, you know, trying to get a lawyer and, you know, and, you know, being black in this world is, that's one strike against you. I don't care if you're a male or female, you know? So, tch, man, that's, it's, it's heartbreaking that she has to go through that. You know, and her son will never be the same. Like, even with the the girls that were involved with this DJ, they will never be the same. You know? And it's just like, damn, you know? Like, we really got to start talking to our kids. We really have to start talking to our kids, getting deep. And if, you know, I know, like, okay, like, for instance, I have a friend. And she has, her kids is a little bit older than mine, but then she has the, the youngest one. So basically, it's like the youngest one is the only child because all of her other kids is really grown. So it, I, we was telling her from when her daughter was probably around like seven, eight, like, yo, you need to stop, you know, spoiling her like that. You know, it's not good. Sometimes, you know, she needs to earn certain things. She can't get everything she wants. You know, we was even trying to help her. You know, I even drew out a calendar for her. So that way, you know, a couple of days out the week, I even made sure that her daughter was doing chores. I don't know what happened. But now we got to the point where, you know, her daughter's just like, 
out of the woodwork. And, like, she basically tells her what to do. And I'm just, like, I, I just... I just don't understand that. Like, I I don't remember ever growing up like that. And even my mother or my family members, the type of people we used to associate back then, they didn't act like that. Like, I grew up where a time was, you know, I'm 37, so think about, you do the math. I grew up where a time was where, like, if I did something and somebody on the block, like a neighbor, seen me, they would have cursed me out, all of that, brought me to my parent. My mother would have did her duty, <laughs> you know? My father would have did his duty after that, too. So that's what type of era we, we grew up in. And this, you know, it didn't have to be, oh, like, you know, I don't, I don't care. I don't get along with her. It wasn't like that. It was like, you know, hey, we see your child doing this. You know your child wasn't supposed to da-da-da, take care of it. That's how what type of, I guess, generation, what type of era I grew up in. But we're in a, def- a different era now. We're in a different era. And you have to start getting into these, these kids' lives more, you know? So, like, I was talking about my homegirl... She basically has difficulties. Her kid does anything that she wants. So what I told her was pick movies that have lessons. Since you can't talk to your kid how you want to talk to them and they can't open up to you how you want them to, pick certain movies and let them watch it. I'm telling you, they'll see a different light on certain things. Because I had to do that with my oldest. Okay? Because every time, hitting them every time, excuse me, hitting them every time is not the answer. You know? That's not the answer. And I know because my parents used to, you know, whip my ass. (laughs) Excuse my French. But they used to put in that work. You know, and at some point I used to get tired of it. Like, oh, you know what? I'm out. I'm running away. And, you know, you don't want that neither. You know, my parents wasn't bad parents. Now that I'm older and I have a family of my own, I definitely realize all the things that they were doing, you know, and it was all for a good cause. But, hey, that's life. Life is full of lessons and it doesn't come with instructions. <laughs> you know, it doesn't come with instructions. So um, with that being said, everyone, I just want to show appreciation to everyone who um, tunes into the show every two weeks on a Sunday. Moving forward, it will be on a Sunday. The next um, podcast show would be posted on November 24th. So that's a few days before Thanksgiving. And... um. I just want to shout everybody out. So I'm going to do a giveaway. I just want to let everybody know that I'm doing a giveaway. Um, and I'm going to post it on every show, I guess, until the next couple of weeks, until the giveaway is ended. So basically, this giveaway is showing appreciation for all the support that I get from all my viewers, my listeners, and the people that tune in, you know. That's very faithful to me. 
because I'm faithful to you. So um, I want to do a giveaway. And basically, I will give away like a surprise gift. Um, You know, so I'm not going to state what the gift is, but it's going to be mystery and it's going to be something that you like and something that you can use. (laughs) It's something that you could spend. Think on that. So, um, you know, the giveaway is open internationally to enter. Basically, you would have to go to either my Twitter page, which is Words of Wisdom 7 instead of the S's is Z's, or my Instagram page, which is spiritual underscore Jada. And you can like um, numerous posts. You can follow me. Um, You also can tag a few people that you would think that would like following me and would love to learn some new material. Um, And I'll also have a post up there as well where you can tag and post around. And, you know, whoever I see that is my most faithful person, you know, I'm willing to dish out that giveaway. So this will be up until I'll say about Christmas Day, I'll definitely announce the, uh, the winner. You know, so don't worry, you know, today's the first day. So I'm definitely going to be posting some stuff about it in the next couple of days online. And every show, I will definitely mention this. So, you know, you'll have some time to go in there and try to win the surprise, you know. So I just want to tell everybody peace and love. You know, take care of yourself. Love yourself. You come first. Good night.